From points across California, you're listening to the Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition Ladies Show. Welcome to the Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition Ladies Show for July 5th, 2015. Show number 467. I'm your host, Nancy Johnson, and I'm here with my good friends, Carol Bowling and Mary Jo Mulatto Willie. And today we're going to be discussing making photo memories in the parks and what to do with them when you get home. Welcome, ladies. How are you all? Hi. Fine. Hi. <laughs> Hot. <laughs> so, after we went on our last trip, we all ended up with a ton of memories. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. So, I thought it would be really fun to do a show on making memories, and specifically photo memories in the park. And then my big craziness when we get home is what to do with everything we come home with. Mm -hmm. Because our last trip, I know I personally took well over a thousand pictures on my phone <laughs> and then my husband took some and then we have them on the camera and then there's all everybody else's pictures where I'm getting tagged on Facebook and it's like, oh my gosh, what to do with all this stuff. So um, let's start with our favorite place to go. And that would be making our photo memories at Disneyland, at the Yay. Disneyland Resort. <laughs> Who doesn't love to take pictures at Disneyland or get their picture taken with characters and in front of castles? Yeah. Lots of our children. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you have to take another picture, Mom. Yes, we yeah, do, honey. Yes, we do. <laughs> so um, let's talk about how we take our pictures. What are your habits in the park when you guys go, Carol? Um, you know, we're pretty classic. Um, we're, we're kind of the old classic Kodak, Kodak picture spot people. Um, you know, you could easily see us still with our point and shoot camera. And, um, you know, we've just recently gotten into using our iPhones um, to take pictures, mm -hmm. which I'm finding actually take better pictures than our, our point and shoot camera. But uh, it's taken us a long time to get to that point. Um, it's so, all about the megapixels. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, these new ones have like eight to twelve megapixels in the phone, which is way more than your average point and shoot. Yeah, I think we're still on you know older phones, but uh, we're getting there. So, but we like you know we like the real classic places. Of course, you have to take pictures in front of the castle. Um, Fantasyland is a wonderful place to take a lot of pictures. Uh, there's a lot of you know, classic, again, it used to be Kodak. I think now it's Nikon, um, picture spots that are identified on the maps. So you could still, actually, I just pulled a map out. Nikon picture spots. So you can look at, uh, on the map that they give you when you come into the park and they have the, the real traditional places where to take your pictures. Stand here in front of Castle. <laughs> well, but, uh, you know, the, the, the yeah, rivers of America, a good place to get the riverboat. Yeah, exactly. Haunted Mansion. Yeah. I mean, they, they identify, I think it's like 10 or 12 different real classic spots. 
Now, who takes more pictures in your family? You or Michael? We we both take pictures. I used to take more of the pictures because I really didn't want to be in them. <laughs> right. And uh, I know it's kind of crazy. But uh, now I realize that I need to be in pictures. So mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, having dealt with some illness things, I realized the pictures are really what you bring home. And even though after your even though you have all those memories in your head, but what's tangible is still the pictures that you can see and it invokes all those memories. So we, we're both pretty good. Of course, we have one subject in almost all of them and everybody knows it's our granddaughter. So, you know, that's, that's, go ahead. I was just say she's the one who's in most of our pictures and then with one of us or, or the other one. So we're trying to get better about, having someone else take the picture. Um, Mm -hmm. So either a passerby or the um, picture people, uh, the photo pass people to, uh, so that we have all of us in the picture. Now, does she have her own little point and shoot yet? Has she gotten old enough to get her first camera? We bought her one of those for Christmas, but it's not something that we usually deal with when we're in the park with her. See, my girls, they're 8 and 10 now, so they, they've they gotten our used phones, you know, instead, and even if it has a little crack in the screen, they don't care. They, you know, they want to use it as, like, an iPod touch for photos and stuff. So they're going around now snapping pictures whenever we go places. Mm. Especially Lily. Lily's really getting into it. Now, how about you, Mary Jo? Who do, between you, Nick, and Kelly, who takes the most pictures? It would be between Kelly and me. Um... You know, we, we all just went on a vacation, right? Where we were all gone for uh, a week. And that's, um, us here on the team. And I took over between my iPhone, my, um, power shot, my little point and shoot camera and my Canon bigger camera. I took over 3000 pictures. And so my friends that <gasps> I was with, oh yeah, I took, I took, so I'm still going through them, which I know we're going to talk about later in the show, but, um, I, a, a couple of things. My, my girlfriends kind of ended up depending on me to take all of the pictures, which meant that I had to take pictures of me. Um, otherwise, there'd be no pictures of me. It would be of them and the scenery, etc. So here's a, a little um, public service announcement to all of you who don't like to take pictures of yourselves. Um, get over it. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Well, I, I'm, I, I'll, and I'll tell you, there are very few pictures of my mom, and now that yeah. she's not here with us, it really makes me sad that so many fun memories, there's pictures of everybody in the family but her. So, Carol, yeah. good for you for finally realizing that you need to be in the pictures also. And oh, yeah. I had this, yeah. Yeah. I, I had the same thing. I, I didn't take a lot of pictures because I'm, you know, I'm overweight, and I didn't really want to be in the pictures, but then... I think um, one of my kids once told me, well, mom, we want to know that you were there too when we look back at the pictures. And they told me this some time ago. So I did get over it. And now I take pictures or, you know, like Carol said, have somebody take pictures with that I'm included. Or I I unabashedly, I'll take selfies of myself without the selfie stick. Um, I'll take a picture (laughs) of the scenery and then a picture of me with the scenery behind me. um, Because... I know that later on I'm going to want to see those pictures yeah, of myself. I do that. And 
my my girlfriend, one of my friends, you know, it was really funny because we were talking about, you know, do you take several pictures of the same thing and keep the best one, etc. So my friends are, have been joking that, you know, the pictures start off with this huge smile and then the smile gets smaller and smaller. And then I get this really another picture, you know, so, but now they're telling me, thank you for taking all those pictures. <laughs> oh yeah. It's, but, it's really but I think funny. that's a really important thing is that we recognize the fact that especially if you have children, like I remember back when my kids were teenagers, the first couple pictures you take are the ones that they're actually still sort of participating in. But if you want to take 15, 20 pictures of your child, you know, in front of the castle because you don't want anybody else in that picture, it's just not going to happen. The picture that you're going to get is your kids are going to look miserable. So yeah. just recognize the fact that they, if, especially if you have kids, you know, they don't want to be in a lot of pic- posed pictures, I guess is the better way to say it. Unless As- they're drama queens like mine okay but i mean it's okay (laughs) but it's some of the best pictures i've ever taken are just the candid pictures you know where you're just sort of snapping them and and just a great picture shows up so i know my husband's so excellent with that like um you know he'll be watching them just play with ducks and then he'll start you know like if they're down by the rail by the castle he'll just start you know taking shots and then playing with ducks and there's some of the most gorgeous pictures and the expressions and yeah candids are awesome so it's not like the old days when you know we used to go i agree with you i think candids sometimes make better pictures than the posed ones So, and you know, it's like we say when we go to the parks, we say, don't plan everything, take time out for the little things and, you know, see, watch what magic happens. That's effectively a candid photograph. True. Yeah. It's a good analogy for a candid photograph. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So we've got our candid photo, you know, we took, we we're, we've talked about, you know, how we take pictures on vacation. Um, now, do you prefer your big camera or do you prefer, what do you take the most of, Mary Jo? You didn't, you didn't touch on that one. Do you take more with your DSLR or do you take more with your camera, um, your phone? I think I like the ones with my phone. Well, it, it depends what I'm doing. If I, if I want to get to zoom in for, for really good, um, detail pictures then I like my big camera for that but my iPhone is just so handy because you know you have those collage um, options to do and I like to post on Facebook and if I'm going to share my photos with my friends and especially family I want them I want to be able to upload the pictures right away and I find that the iPhone for me works more um, works better but then later on I like combining the pictures between the two of them. I some of the pictures I took with my big camera are much better than my iPhone. So it depends. Well, you know, you aren't alone. Um, one of our listeners, one of our listeners, I asked a question of everybody on um, my Facebook page, and I I said, you know, hey, um, what do you, you know, what what do you like to use when you're taking your pictures and your video and stuff? And um, Stephanie. Um, let me make sure I pronounce her last name correctly. Stephanie Entwistle, there we go, said that she also prefers her iPhone like you do. And she actually says it's, she thinks it's faster than her Android that she used to use. Hmm. 
So that's kind of an interesting, um, an interesting things. Now, um, do you like taking horizontals, verticals, or even panoramas? What do you guys find you take most of? I take mostly the landscape pictures. I don't like taking the portraits type pictures. I'm pretty okay. adamant about that. Carol? Yeah, it's funny. I think if I'm using the point-and-shoot type camera, I'm going to do it in a landscape format. And if I'm using my iPhone, I'm going more... Um, uh, vertical? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I'm trying to think of... I guess I do both of that one. I'm still pretty new at it. So however I can figure out how to hold it and hit the button and not shake. So, you know, I'm... Again, I'm a little older than you guys, so it, I'm still kind of getting used to taking pictures with my iPhone. Um. Now, I, it depends what it is for me. If it's big scenery, like I noticed when I was taking pictures of the parade last night, when I went to Disneyland to check out the Paint the Night Parade for the first time. Mm-hmm. And when it was at a distance, because we were sitting along the side of the castle as it comes past the Matterhorn. And so when the parade was at a distance, like down by the Matterhorn, and it hadn't reached us yet, we were closer to the hub by the giant swan topiaries. And so I was using my vertical. But then as it got closer, I'd switch to my horizontal so that I could see more of like the dancing fairies and stuff. I could get all the dancers spread out more. So if it's really tall, I'm... I'm almost always going to use a vertical. And I, when people ask me if I'll take a picture of them in the parks, I tend to like doing verticals and even slightly cocked angled verticals. You know, what's funny is if someone asks me to take a picture of them in the park, I usually take it both ways. Yes. Because I find that um, when I'm editing pictures, like if I'm cropping pictures, it can make a major difference whether it's vertical versus uh, horizontal and all, Amen. yeah, and depending also on what if I'm putting it into a collage, um, it may make a major difference in the placement I want to put it in. So, yeah. so I guess I, I guess to this point, maybe I need to be doing that for myself. Also, is taking the picture both ways. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm finding I'm also liking, like I said, turning it a little bit sideways mm-hmm. and getting a funky angle and trying to fit my landscape in at a different angle yeah, just to try and take a just to try and you know make some some interest out of it but you know what i found myself doing on the last trip was panoramas for the first time ah. and panoramas can be really fun except when mary joe moves in the middle of it and oh. then i get two mary joes in my picture <laughs> but uh but yeah panoramas can be really fun and when we're going to talk about collage software um, and collage apps in a little bit. But um, with those kinds of programs, sometimes panoramas are really fun to have because of the different layout choices you can have. Mm-hmm. And um, Michael Landman um, sent a note saying he likes an app called 360 Panorama, which apparently you can actually tur- take your pictures while you're turning around I have in seen a circle. His. Yeah, I have seen him do this, and I have seen the results that he's created, and it's really cool. So. Well- well, you know, they use that, that same type of stuff, like when you're, say you're on the DVC website or on the Disney website and you're looking at the hotel rooms. Right. And for each of the different resorts, and they'll give you a 360 option to look around the whole room as if you were standing in the room, which is kind of cool. It's a little convoluted, you know, fisheye kind of convoluted sort of. 
It, but it's really fun. I think it's I think it's a neat idea. I may download that one myself. Yeah. I uh, I've like I said, I've seen Michael has done it in a couple different um places and I have really enjoyed looking at uh what he's produced. So Well, you know, and sometimes panoramas really give you more of the scene. Like it's really hard to take a picture of the Cadillac Range in Cars Land mm. without you know, I mean, it just it makes it feel too far away. If you're doing it with just a single frame, but if you do a panorama, you can blow it up and bring it closer to you almost. Hmm. Okay. So you could like, you know, once the panorama is done, you can zoom in with the resolution quality and, and get a nicer block of a picture being longer and skinnier. And sometimes I'll, I'll take that single photo and I'll crop it to a panorama crop when I'm playing with my pictures afterwards. And I'll just crop out all the extra sky and bottom just to get what I need. Hmm, okay. So different ways you can play with that. Right. Um, and you can do it like right as you're doing, right after you do it, which is one of the nice things about doing it on your phone or your iPad. But don't stick your iPad up there and be that rude person that sticks your iPad up there. Because <laughs> that's not the way to do it. But if your phone runs out of battery, just be discretionary and be polite when taking right. pictures with your <laughs> iPad. So I have I have a quick question for you guys. When you're taking photos with your iPhones and you're there with your children, I guess Nancy with your children. Yeah. Do they have to, do they immediately want to see the picture right after? Sometimes. It depends. I, I think this is very strange. I mean, my granddaughter always wants to see the picture right away. And I'm like, just, I come from the old days where you put the film in and you didn't see it for a couple of days, you know? I know. So... Um, I, I, I'm just, uh, I guess I'm aging myself a bit. So, well, you know, kids today are immediate. And I mean, my girls do do that. They're <laughs> like, Oh, let me see. Let me see. Especially if it's something they're really interested in, or they think they're making a funny face or they think it's an amusing photo of like, you know, when we do a selfie of us, like I love doing selfies with my kids and they actually get into it too. And, you know, that's, that's when I think they want to see it the most. I, I guess I would just say to other people, just be, again, be polite about your surroundings. Because if yes. you have taken this picture and now you have to get back to show your kids what it is and you're still standing in the line and you're not moving, you know, all the people behind you are thinking, yes, it's a fabulous picture. Now move on. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So very much time and be polite and wait till enough people move out of the way before you go and you set up your shot. And then also be, be um, kind and polite to the people that you see in front of you that are taking pictures. Don't yep. just keep barge right through their photos, oh, you know, yeah. try and be conscious of that too, when you're going through the parks. Okay. So we've taken all of these photos and we've taken videos and we've bought stuff and we've got our park maps and our brochures and we've had a lovely vacation and we've gotten <laughs> home and we unpack and we go, what the crap? <laughs> Am I the only one who feels that way? <laughs> yes, Nancy, you're the only one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes I do that. Like, like I said, I, the only reason I know I took more than a thousand pictures is because on my iPad and my cloud, you know, the, the, the clouds only hold, um, what, five gig? And 
I only, and it's synced with my iPad when I got home, when I had the Wi-Fi for both, and it was missing the first couple days, and it was missing the last couple days of my vacation. And it said that there were a thousand pictures there, and that was its max. <laughs> so that was just my phone. Wow. And that didn't include my videos. And that doesn't include my husband's phone and videos. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't include our camera, and it doesn't include Lily's camera. Hmm. Because like I said, Lily was snapping pictures of everything like a crazy person. She was having a great time. It was almost like she was discovering a new thing that she could do really well. And she can't do it really well, but she's trying. <laughs> I love kid pictures. They always come out crooked. And <laughs> Oh, yeah. So I've got all this stuff, and now I'm trying to figure out what to do with it. And... You know, and especially, like, I unpacked and I had my stack of maps and brochures and I had some tickets from some of the experiences we did. And I know my, you know, my daughter's got a few things here and there and I have business cards and and just all this stuff. So now I've got to do something with it all. Well, I can tell you a couple of things you can do with some of that actual paper media, if you will. Um, you could combine some of that with either pins, like we do a lot of shadow boxing with pins and mm -hmm. some, uh, maybe the, the guide maps. They've got some great pictures. They change, you know, all the time. Uh, you can use, we've done napkins. I mean, we, we've collected a lot of junk. So fun. We'll even use the bags that some of the stuff comes in. Some of that stuff is cute though. Well, I mean, there's yeah. a whole division at Disney. Um, our friend, um, our friend Carlos Sequera, um, at, at this current time is like, you know, in there with the product development. And it's a whole line of consumable goods. And every season they make new. Well, especially this year. I mean, with the 60th anniversary, there's a lot of oh, different yeah. things that are coming out that are unique yep. to this year alone. So if you were... Okay, so like for me, we're going to be down in the parks coming up here for the 60th anniversary. I'm going to be looking for the map... That, you know, the specific maps that were the 60th anniversary. So I'm kind of, okay. I'm going to create a shadow box that's going to theme, um, the maps and a couple pins. And I'll try to find a couple pictures possibly, um, that, you know, were real specific that may show the 60th anniversary. So all those things you can, you can create shadow boxes for. They can be very small. They, they make them even four by six, you know, almost like a postcard. Or you can get, mm -hmm. you know, pretty significantly large ones. And I know a lot of people are always wondering what to do with their pins. And I've done a lot of shadow boxing with pins. So, and then Michael will take those different shadow boxes. And we, as you know, we've got quite an extensive library. So we've got several bookshelves of Disney books and things. And he'll take some of the smaller shadow boxes and sort of angle them on the bookshelves. And it looks pretty cool in with all the books. So besides just putting them up on the walls or um, you know, we kind of, in uh, one of the old bedroom, the kids' bedrooms, we have one of those dust shelves that nobody ever knows what to use yeah. those oh, yeah. for. And we'll put some of the shadow boxes up in that area. So it's oh, you sounds get, fun. Yeah. So that's kind of something you can do with some of that paper media. You can use it um, in that sense to create create those memories that you can go back and look at if you want. 
heck, you here. know what else would be good to shadow box for the 60th? <clears throat> that $95 tiara with the big blue D on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I saw that yesterday and I just about died. <laughs> I, I'd want to wear that first. Well, here, one of the things that I do is I usually, um, especially if, I go, if I'm going to go on a vacation, and you always think you're going to remember things that happen on the particular day, right? But after vacation's over, you're going back and you oh gosh, what did I do on day two? What did I do on day three? So what I typically do is I'll get a postcard and I'll just write notes, just jot down things that happened that day so that when oh. I start putting something together, I have a like a daily reminder because myself, I might get a journal. I don't keep up with the journal because there's too much going on in the vacation. Yeah. A postcard with a picture of what I did, uh, of something we saw that day with those notes, um, really helps. That's a great idea. Yeah. I, I love, I love that idea. Yeah. I've, so I've done that quite, um, throughout the years. And in fact, I found postcards from when I was 17 and reading them and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I remember that day. I remember doing this, you know, so. So it's kind of like writing a postcard to yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Without spending the postage. Right. And just, <laughs> and just writing the bullet points down or, or even a memory like, yeah. um, especially if there's something really cool or poignant or, you know, with you guys, um, Carol, you have Lexi or even Nancy with you with Zoe and Lily. There's sometimes something happens that there's this, this moment that you just yeah. want to capture. And when you get back home, you're thinking, what was that moment? And with these postcards, they help capture that. So mm-hmm. then when I do put my pictures together or, or it, you know, if I do a, I don't do the shadow boxes, but I do a photo album. It's kind of like a scrapbook, but scrap, scrapbook photo album. I do do that and I'll put the postcard in there and I'll, I do, you know, day by day. Yeah, I really like that idea. I think also people who are true iPhone users or, you know, regular phone users, mm-hmm. I guess Android also, the notes, the little notepad that's on your phone. Yeah. You can yep. you also use that to just jot some idea, you know, notes down. And that's a that's something that I think I'm going to try to do more of too. Now that you mentioned that, uh, Mary Jo, because I think it would help. Just sort of, I, I'm I always go back and refer to my spreadsheets and everything else that I have. But sort of those spur of the moments, like, oh gosh, when we were at such and such place, this happened, and you're right. like, oh yeah, just jog, just little phrases to jog your memory. And something well, you know, that you I can do also for my- do that. You can also do that um, on your pictures, too, with some of the photo apps, because they have text that you can write on your pictures. So if you're the kind that immediately deals with your picture afterward to put it up on Instagram or Facebook or something like that, then you can jot notes real quick to yourself or even maybe take a picture of like... If there's a, like, if maybe say the restaurant you're going to has a blank wall and with the sign, you know, a real simple facade or something, you could put the notes in the blank part of the facade. That's really cool. I like that idea. I like that idea also. And you can um, even um, put that in PowerPoint or something and type your notes on there and and put it in the photo. Another thing is um, voice memos on our iPhones and Androids. Sometimes we don't have time to type out the little note, but we can do voice memos to ourselves. And that's mm-hmm. another way of, of, and I listen I never to, think to do that. Yeah, I do that. And, and especially when I want to um, write something later on and I'll, mm. I'll go and I'll listen to the voice, my voice uh, mem- memos to myself when I write stuff out. 
Okay, so here's one of the things that I do also <laughs> because of memory issues that I'm having as I'm getting closer and closer senior moments. I'll take a picture of my hotel room door so I know what room I'm in because they don't, they don't put that on the keys anymore. And I don't want to have the little thing that says, Oh, you're in room whatever, 627. So I know people do that for their cars. They'll take a picture of where they are in the parking lot. Uh, Oh, yeah. So those are really, those little things can help you (laughs) at the end of a very long day if you can't remember where your car is or, if you're standing there at the, you know, base of the hotel and you're thinking, okay, I'm pretty sure I'm on the seventh floor. So, um, just one of those quick little pictures you can look up real quick and you can see where you are. Well, well you know, and sometimes those little pictures are fun to include in collages too. Exactly. I was just going to say <laughs> that. So there you go. Now, um, you know, we talked about shadow, the, doing shadow boxes and Mary Jo brought up scrapbooking, which of course that's a whole nother, you know, if you're a physical scrapbooker. Um, but there's also memory boxing too, where, where, you know, you're, and if you're really not sure what to do with everything, maybe memory boxing is the way to go. Um, it's kind of like finding a shoe box or one of those little transparent boxes that you can get at Target or whatever. And, you just put, you know, bundle all of your stuff into it, you know, your maps and your, your brochures and your pamphlets and tickets and all that. And, you know, and if you have any print photos or whatever, and you just put it all in there and label the box with your vacation and your date, and you can, you know, pull it out later on. And at least you've got everything contained in one place, as opposed to what were we saying before the show that you and I do a lot, Carol? <laughs> we, leave- we leave it in the bags in the back of the closet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. Or or it gets put on the dresser and then it goes into the box of things you scraped off the dresser while you were trying to clean up on that whirlwind, you know, cleaning for company. <laughs> now, one thing, one thing about go, the, one thing about the shadow boxing, because I've even done this with shoe boxes, but I, I, I try to take a, um, you know, a permanent marker and write on the outside of the box what it is, yes. um, so that I don't, so if I put it in a closet, I'm not searching, you know, I'm not yes. pulling it out unless I need to. But yeah. one of the other things I have seen, and I don't do this, but I've seen other people do this, is they'll take those clear shoe boxes, like, you know, that you can yeah. get, and they'll have the kids oh, yeah. decorate those boxes to, it's almost like creating a treasure box. Yeah. And that's pretty cool to do too. I think that would be fun if you took a major vacation. I mean, like you guys, we all just came off Alaska. It, yeah. And if you've got all these major amount of stuff that you want to put somewhere, you could have your kids actually taken and that box and kind of decorate it up. And, and that yeah. would mean it, make it even more meaningful. So that's a great idea. Yeah. And and keep in mind, this is something I was thinking about, um, and I just want to throw out there, is keep in mind if there's something in there that's delicate, or maybe it's cloth, or something like that, consider what items, if you're going to be storing it for a long time, what needs acid-free paper to be wrapped in? Oh, that's right. And it, because, you know, there are some... Like, you know, you hear about like museum quality paper or acid free paper that just keeps the papers from or whatever's in the box from yellowing due to maybe a chemical rea- a reaction from the chemicals that normal paper is treated with. Right. And try to use a f- in production, try to use a, a pen that is specific for photos if you're going to write on them 
versus a ballpoint pen because that will also help preserve your pictures, the actual physical picture. Yeah. Um, so you can go to places like Aaron Brothers or uh, any other art supply store, and they can actually help you with some of those um, acid-free paper and also those pens. Cool. So we've talked about the physical. What about the digital? Ah. <laughs> how how do you girls go through three to five thousand pictures? Come on, that's a lot. I I, I tell you what I do. Um, Good, tell me. I'm very organized in my photos. So what I do is I create a folder. And for instance, I did the folder, and I do the year, month, day, underscore Alaska trip. Mm -hmm. That's what I did. And then I do subfolders for every day. And then I get my large number of pictures or a huge number of pictures. And then I throw them in each day's folders. So I break down my organization in chunks so it becomes manageable. And so okay. that's that's basically what I do. And then I go through and through those folders. Now, I'm really, you were talking about, you know, what do you do with with the duplications? I then create another another folder where I keep all of my pictures. I don't know why, but maybe in the year 2020, I might want to go back to that one picture and I don't want to delete it. So I have <laughs> my originals in another folder, and then I have the folders where I'm going to look at the pictures. And so I, I, um, I go through and I put them in the order that I want to see them. So I'll put the date, then I'll do underscore 001, and then a a few letters to describe. So like for right now, I'll do um, the the year or the, I'll just call it the, the date 001-Seattle, 002-Seattle, 003-Seattle. And then I make, um, then I manipulate those pictures in different ways also. And then I might crop, like I'll have a picture, for instance, at the Pikes, well, let's say Disneyland. So I might get a picture of my family in front of the castle Mm -hmm. And I and if it's a large picture, then I'll just crop where it's just my family. So I'll see the full picture and then the crop picture of their, especially if they happen to be smiling at the time or something. And I want to get that close up picture. So then I have two pictures um, created from one single one that I took. And I think you guys do the same thing where you crop your pictures. Yeah, it depends on what the picture is and how I'm going to use it and things like that. If I've got a mm -hmm. lot of extraneous or if somebody stuck their elbow out just as I was taking my picture, you know, things like that. So I'll crop then. And like when we do our blogs for the Diz, we have to crop down to a certain size that our blogging software has to use. So, you know, sometimes I'll maneuver or manipulate my pictures for that. And then I get like two or three copies of the same picture in different sizes. and oh, It gives me such a headache. Well, I do the same thing. I'll, I'll have within the folder, I'll have a Facebook folder. And then the pictures that I want to share on Facebook, I resize them all, you know, and, and then I'll upload them after I've resized and cropped the pictures that I want. But that's basically what I mm -hmm. do is I do my folders and then each day gets a set, its own folder. Now, do you tag your folder? Do you tag your pictures? No, I never tag my pictures. Okay. So, so tell me what I, tagging is. Okay. There's a few things you can do um, when you're editing your pictures on your computer. And um, one of them is tagging, which means in the picture metadata, um, you'll have a word or two, specific keywords um, with that picture. Like when we do blogs, Mary Jo, um, 
like, if I'm taking a shopping, you know, if I'm doing one of my shopping programs or my shopping blogs um, from a podcast episode, I will go and I'll take a bazillion pictures of all these stores and I'll label that entire picture set Disney or Disneyland or California Venture. Um, and that way I can filter my photos or I can even label it Diz. So I know which photos I took specifically for like Diz or the blog or whatever. So I can pull those up or I can label them shopping and I know that all those photos will be of shop of shops or merchandise or whatever. So that's or you know say we're going to cover an attraction like Radiator Springs Racers. And I've taken a ton of pictures of the cars and the queue and, and the town portion before we go speeding off to, to do our race. Um, I'll label it, say, maybe RSR for Radiator Springs Racers. And that way I can go back in and look, or I can label it Cars Land, and I can find all the pictures I took in Cars Land. So the other thing I can do, too, is I can, like on your iPhone, if you'll notice, like when you go through your photos, there's a little heart at the bottom. Um you can click on that heart and it'll make that picture automatically a favorite picture. Um, in Microsoft or in, on Android platforms, you can do like one to five and your favorite pictures are like a five. So some screensaver programs and things like that will automatically, you can set them to pull out your favorite pictures out of the entire folder. So say you have a few pictures that you consider just, you know, super gorgeous, you know, that you got the castle just right with the right burst of fireworks. You can mark that as like a five or a heart. And then if you're, you you know, maybe five months later, you want to see that picture again, you can search for your favorites on your computer and you can find it quicker cool. than, than, go, than remembering, oh my God, what day was it that I went? <laughs> so anyway, the, so those are a couple little technical things you can do while you're in there messing with and editing your photos. Um, now, um, what you can do with those photos, there, oh my God, there's so many apps. <laughs> as well as like, um, you know, digital scrapbooking sites. Because Disney, I mean, let's start with Disney. Oh my God, Disney's Memory Maker site. Have you guys ever done the Memory Maker book? Or or played with any of that stuff in the Memory Maker site? No, but a lot of my friends use it a lot. What about you, Carol? I, I have used it. Um, I, I did one when we were in Disney World because we were there for over a week and so I had a lot more to choose from. And so I, I found that the Memory Maker you have the whole thing is you have to get the photo pass pictures. You have to get the people to take your pictures. So in Disneyland and in, in California Adventure, I find it a little more challenging to find the people to take the pictures if you're like away from like the castle or Grizzly. Um, what is that? The one over Grizzly Peak. Yeah. Um, or or by, I find that they, you know, over by the, um, uh, the Ferris wheel, or not the Ferris wheel, it's sundial wheel. Uh, they have a picture person there, photo pass person there, but it, they're not as plentiful in Disneyland as they are, say, as in, in Disney World, at least in my, in my experience. So, but I have, uh, 
found that you can buy Memory Maker. And if you're going to be in Disneyland with your, let's say your family, and you're going to be here for a few days, it can be a really good way to do things. Um, the download, the, the Memory Maker is, I think, $199 according to the website. Okay. And I think there are, a lot of times they have different sales going and you can get that price down a little bit. But uh, it will include not only the PhotoPass pictures, but it also now includes the attraction pictures and the dining experience pictures. So if That's you, a value. There you go. If you've got a little princess and you're going to be riding on, you know, some of those like Space Mountain or Splash Mountain, or and you're going to go over to Ariel's Grotto and have lunch... Those pictures are included in that price. So that makes, if you're going to start adding all those pictures in, which are, what are they, what are they usually run around $15 or so? Um, uh, yeah, it's like 15 or 18 for each or 12 for each. And then it just goes up from there. Right. And then, um, and then the dining photos right. are even way more expensive, yeah. especially in Florida at, at Walt Disney World. Those are, Huge prices. Right. And if you're going to do the princess moments and you're going to have them taking pictures, that's where you really can pick up some of the value of doing this. So, But what's cool about it is you can create different – they have lots of different things you can create. You can create a scrapbook, which are really good quality. They're not inexpensive. Oh, they're amazing quality. But they're beautifully done. And also, you can pick up different products. Like, they'll do mugs for you and they'll do um, – I'm trying to think – your iPhone cases and – you can make greeting cards. So, uh, those, some well, of those items are kind of fun to do. And, and you could also, you can take those pictures. You actually have the rights to those pictures, which is nice. And you yep. can send them off to, like, for me, I sent some to Costco and I had some, uh, greeting cards made of. There's a pretty famous picture of myself and my granddaughter in Dumbo, um, when she was very little. Aww. And, uh, everybody knows my saying is, it's, uh, it's a great day to be alive. So I made a, a greeting card up that had the picture of us on the front and then inside it I had my own little saying in it. Then I used those for, you know, various things that I was sending out. So you can make you can take your pictures and and personalize them to yourself and to something that would um have meaning to you that you could use for other things besides yeah. just a standard picture. Well, and another thing when you're doing their books too, and when you, when you get the memory maker, it also gives you access to a handful of stock photos. Oh yeah, the, the galley. Yeah, the galley pictures, I think is what they call them. Yeah. And, 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 uh, and character pictures. I mean, they, they have such a mix of like attractions and hotel and characters and, and this and that. And so when you're doing your book, if there's a shot that you didn't quite get, you can certainly use one of their pictures to turn around and put in your book and it may and it you, just adds a whole nother dimension of professional look to your book too. You could you can also upload your own pictures. So from yes. your camera or your own cameras and you can upload those pictures and use those to create the the memory book. So the photo book. So that they really have they're not inexpensive. The photo books are about eighty dollars. But yeah. they are but beautifully done. Yeah, I think they're done by Jostens, your one of the yearbook companies. Because I remember getting the box when mine came when I did it a number of years ago, and getting the box, and I was like, "This is a yearbook. Why am I getting box from a yearbook company?" Mm -hmm. 
And sure enough, it was. And so the quality is. So you know the quality is really good, which is nice. Yeah. So. So yeah. Um. Oh, and um. Don't forget all the magic photos that the memory maker po- photo pass photographers can do, where you know they tell you to hold your hand a certain way, and then when you actually get your photo, Tinkerbell's there. Yeah. So they do make a have some interesting photos that you can add to your, um, you know, personalize your collection with, which is nice. So especially for people that are having special moments. So if you're going there for a, say a, a a reunion, or you're going for an anniversary or a special birthday, where you really want to create something that's you're going to go back and you're going to look and say this was you know, this was the weekend I got engaged and here's all, you know, here's a beautiful book that can be created and they have different themes that you can yeah. use. So it, it really is worth looking into if you're trying to create, a, you know, a beautifully done book. And I know like they're hand stitched and I mean, they're, they're just very good quality. So, yeah. So if you have questions about that, you can certainly ask your dreams unlimited travel agent um, to help you get that set up. If that's something you really want to do. So that's a good thing to note. Yeah, a good thing to note, definitely. Um, other and and like Carol said, you uh, you actually own the pictures out of Memory Maker, so you can take them to other shot other um, even um, digital photo book sites like Shutterfly or Peekaboo or any of those other book sites. Does anybody use any? Has anybody ever used a book uh, site besides those? Those are the two I've used, and Disney. Yeah, I've used Shutterfly and I've used Costco. Oh yeah, yeah. Costco yeah. will do them also. How cool. What's the quality for Costco? You know, it's not bad. Uh, I mean, I for what I was creating, it worked out really well. So, um, Shutterfly, I think, is my favorite though. I've had really good luck with Shutterfly. Um, and they, you know, Peekaboo and Shutterfly often offer um, free photo books every now and then. Which is good. we have no affiliation, by the way, with them. But uh, but they often often um, I get emails you know just sign up for their email list and they'll tell you like all kinds of discounts like sometimes but you have to have the key with that is you have to have it done by a certain date one of the coolest and you you don't have very much time to do it so you know always be thinking about it one of the coolest things i ever saw was a little girl who was in line um at Disneyland and she was having Minnie Mouse, uh, autograph a picture and what her mm-hmm. mother had done. We, we always take the autograph books and we took, we take the ones where you can put the pictures in. So you uh-huh. take a picture of your child and then, you know, you can put it in with the, where the, um, character signs the book. But I saw a parent who had done through, I think it was similar to Shutterfly and she had created an autograph book for her daughter where there was Every other page was a picture of her child with the character that they had taken on previous experiences. And then the, the daughter was having them all signed. It was an incredible thing to do. And I thought... That's so neat. A lot of times those free books that they'll give you are either the smaller books or they're not a lot of pages. And that would be so cool to do with something like that. I think that's fantastic. Um, there's another website that I just found that I've been using. Um, and it's called, uh, it's www.collage.com, C-O-L-L-A-G-E.com. And uh-huh. I, and I'm loving it because I can choose whatever pictures I want in the collage and you can use this site to, um, print photo books, blankets, posters, calendars, 
mugs, oh, wow. mouse pads, all kinds of stuff. Fun. And, and you know, there's there's some sites that we've used in the past um, that will put one picture on a mug or one picture on a t-shirt. This allows you to put whatever pictures you want, add text to it, um, add different backgrounds to it, um, little icons, etc. And mm-hmm. it will shuffle. You can change whether you want the portrait or landscape, etc. And I'm I'm finding that I'm just loving this this website and the different options that it gives. So that's another one that I think uh, people um, it would be a good site to check out. Uh, um, as far as um, another site, you know, we talk about Instagram being an app, but a lot of these apps have web pages too, so you can access your your account via the web page. You know, like Flickr and some of the other ones. Um, Tumblr's another one that people use. Um, Carla Giordino says um, Instagram is her favorite. Um, not only can you um, use the features that. Um, allow you to create an artistic photo but with Instagram since it's a social media site too you can follow like some um, she says you know you can follow some of your favorite Imagineers and stuff that take amazing pictures like Joe Rohde Mm. (laughs) you know so and and so you can you know you can quote unquote stalk some of your favorite (laughs) celebrities or or, you know Disney celebrities as far as that goes um, and watch you know what they post and and what kind of things they find interesting and creative (laughs) and I mean I think that would be neat too because it would certainly looking at how they see their photographs can give you some cool ideas on how to take photographs in the park too so that's good. Um, I use photo collage software too. And in fact, I've been playing with a whole bunch of them. Um, the four that I downloaded, um, and Sarah Kaiser, um, also has tried PhotoGrid. That's her favorite is PhotoGrid. Um, Pick Stitch was actually recommended to me by a waitress that I had. <laughs> And we were just talking and I said, okay, what do you use? Cause I was playing with trying to make collages while we were waiting for our dinner to come. And she told me about pick stitch and I actually have been using that one a lot. And they give you, a, there are certain add on packs. A lot of these are free, but there might be add on packs that makes it a little more sophisticated for like 99 cents or so. Pick stitch gives you a free layout of the day, which I think is kind of cool. That is cool. And, and then there's photo collage um, is another one. Pick joiner is another one. Now some of these are some of them are kind of sketchy. Some of them have ads that pop up every now and then, like when you're trying to save. Um, some some of them are kind of spotty on their on how well they work. Like some of them will let you drag the lines. Like say you put four pictures in your collage, and you might need to like make just one picture a little fatter than it's supposed to be. Um, and it'll let you drag the line to make it as fat as you need it to be. And some won't, some of it you're locked in and you have to either zoom, you know, zoom out your picture or make it bigger or make it smaller to fit. So which one is your favorite that you've worked with? You know, um, pick stitch is starting to become more of my favorite, but I can't maneuver the line thick you know like i can't do what i just said where i can um move the the lines up and down mm-hmm. um pick joiner i was using that one for a while but it got a little sketchy um photogrid was the one about photogrid i think photogrid is the one where you um yeah it it 
it wants you to pick all however many pictures you want to put in the collage first and then it'll give you a layout and then you can change the layout if you don't like whatever it did or you can switch pictures between it. Some of these are easier to switch pictures between. Some of them let you drag one picture to a box from the other once you've got the pics loaded in. Um, some don't. Some you have to go all the way back in. I think they're all very personal as to what you like or not. Some have more options than others. Some have weird, funky options. So, um, somebody else was recommending... Um, who was it? Um, oh, Tracy Walker recommended one called Waterlog. They turn your pictures into watercolor-like paintings. Oh, and wow. You can, you can, she says you can superimpose easy silhouettes. Um, there's a feature called, oh, um, oh, superimpose is a different one. And, and you can make silhouettes from that app. Pick to, pick, tap, go is a, um, super easy photo filters and you can do multiple filters in a photo. So say you, I guess with the filters, you could make it like antique or like, see, you know, some people do pics and they'll make it look like a 1960s camera and 1960s, you know, Kodachrome processing or, you know, um, or black and white processing, other stuff like that. And some will like allow like softening. The one like that, the one that I like to use a lot, um, I, I used to use one called Nostalgio, which was yeah. Good I picked for, that one up from you, right? From but the one that I found that I like a lot more and that I've been using is called Lipix, like little pics, but it's L I P I X Lipix. And <coughs> excuse me, this allows me a little bit more flexibility in my collages, and also lets me pick different backgrounds, frames, and add text to it. And I really, yeah. I really like this app. I use it a lot. I've noticed that and all the you, ones it lets you manipulate it lets me manipulate the photos and put them in a collage and upload them right away. So it's my favorite collage maker for my iPhone right now. Have you guys cool. have you guys ever heard of the site um, Animoto a n i m o t o dot com? I've no. heard of it, but I've heard of it, but I can't remember exactly what it does. It does it take, um, does it take a picture and allow you to animate it? Um, well, I don't know if it, you can do that on it, but I know my brother Mike, who's also a listener of the show, he uses the this site. Hi Mike, <laughs> Hi, Mike. and he um, he uses that site, and he, what he'll do is he'll take a bunch of pictures that. Uh, like we were in Disneyland together as as a group, and then he'll he'll then choose background music that'll play and it puts it within uh, a framework. That's where I've heard of it. It's okay. it's That's really cool. cool. I mean, he it turns all your pictures into little mini movies, right? Yeah. And slideshows. Exactly. He's made some really amazing things. I'm like, I'm amazed that it can't be that hard because I don't think he's that creative. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. no, but it's really amazing what he's done with this. And so I know on my Facebook site, there's a couple of them he's put out there, but this, this site that that's what he's using to do it. So that must be something that people could go out and get or look at. I don't know if there's an app involved or whatever, but um, I think the product that comes out of that is really amazing. Fun. That sounds really neat. I, oh, you know, I've seen those. Maybe it's time to play with those. 
And that's I know, that's right? kind of, I think, more what I was thinking. I was like, ah. Well, well, you girls certainly have enough pictures that you could do that, you know. Oh, my Lord in heaven, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, the other thing I've got to worry about is videos. Okay, married to Mr. Television Promo Editor Guy, we have a, an extraordinarily low amount of actually processed video in our house. We have lots of little videos. None of it is edited. <laughs> Maybe he's so tired of doing other people's television shows that he doesn't want to do ours. But, um, you know, I've looked at a few of the ones that come on my app, on my phone, and like the iPhone video editor isn't really all that exciting. Um, there's a couple, you know, like I've tried to shrink it down or just even do, um, a screen capture. You know, just like a single frame. Cause I've, I've accidentally hit the video. How many of us accidentally hit the video button instead of the photo button? Oh yeah. Every now and then. Mm -hmm. So you get like a, a, a one second or a three second video. And of course there's, you know, however many frames per second. You don't just and, delete that. I mean, <laughs> well, but if it's something like I was doing, I was doing my chickens the other day. <laughs> <laughs> photoing my chickens and I I did that I and I wanted a specific picture and by the time I realized my mistake the moment was gone and I'm like oh I wanted to screen capture you know I just want to take one frame out of that and I couldn't do it so I I I asked people about video too um because I'm just kind of at a loss for which are good video editors there's so many of them out there um and so many of them the free ones just don't they don't all have the same features and stuff. Um, Ray Kwong, he actually recommended doing, um, using an app called Super 8. And he says it's based on that same, the film by the same name of J.J. Abrams, the Star Wars director mm -hmm. for the new Star Wars movie. And apparently your film video, it gives it a retro 8 millimeter feel, uh, feel. So it looks, it, takes your video and besides being able to, you know, edit it and all that, it um, it gives like scratch and flare and frame stutters and camera noise and all that. So it's just like the videos <laughs> our parents took of us when we were little on their little eight millimeter cameras. So he said that that's a really fun one if you want to make some you know totally kitschy vacation videos. Hmm. Cool to do something like that. Yeah. But I could definitely use some, uh, you know, if you guys certainly have, um, any suggestions for other apps that, you know, we didn't mention, please, you know, post them up, um, on the boards, on the Disneyland board. Which board would they go to for that? The Disneyland community board or the regular Disneyland board? Um, the Disneyland community board, we have a lot of pictures, photos on it. Okay. And so that would be the better one to talk about, like, what kind of apps to use for your photos for the parks? Right. Well, if they're talking specifically, it, it depends. Some people that, um, if they're talking about specifically taking pictures in the parks and what to use, we'll leave that on the Disneyland board because that's part of planning. If they start going into more talking about different cameras, it kind of takes away from the Disneyland focus. We'll put it on our community board. Well, and where is the, um, which board, and this is at, at disboards.com, www.disboards.com. Um, and where is our Disneyland photo of the day? Cause if people are taking tons and tons of great vacation photos, uh, the one of the best thread. You're right. 
um, oh. the, the thread is called, um, the thread is on our Disneyland community board. And we, it's a sticky at the top. And there's actually a couple of them um, for a photo of the day and also favorite um, uh, holiday photos and other types of photos. Cool. I'm glad you told me that because I didn't even know that was there. Yeah, I yeah. Used to per- years, ago, years ago I used to participate in that photo of the day thread and had a lot of fun with that. Met some, and you know, there are some professional photographers on that thread too that are always happy to give you, you know, tips and hints. There's Danny Berry, um, and there is Nostalgia Guy, or Nostal- Nostalgia Dad. He was on there yeah, for a long time. Dad. Is he still around? Um, I don't know, but we should, we should go to that board and look and see and go to that thread. Yeah. There, there's a whole bunch of great people who participate in that community. And, you know, there's always new faces popping up every day too. Yeah. So So we have a lot, we have um, favorite nighttime and fireworks photos, holiday photos, cheesy photos, character photos. And oh my goodness, this is all going to be new for me. So it'll be fun. Yeah. Well, good. Well, it sounds like we've certainly given um, everybody a lot of, you know, what we, the best advice we can for our, you know, limited practice (laughs) of what we do. But remember, be in your pictures. Don't be the person always behind the camera. Be sure you get in those pictures. And there's nothing better than taking memories for your, do it. If you don't want to do it for yourself, do it for your family or do it for your friends who someday will be looking at those pictures and say, wow, that was a great moment. And there's nothing better than a good smile in a picture. Cool. Well, ladies, thank you very, very much for joining us again on this ladies edition. And, you know, I think we definitely, I've learned some things from you guys as to how I can start, you know, making my, making my photo organization a little better in my memories and carol you carol is the queen um you can email her friend her on facebook um <laughs> if you have any shadow boxing questions <laughs> and definitely connect with us uh, connect with us all um you can write to us at dl podcast um at wdwinfo.com and gosh you can find us on facebook twitter and all that good stuff. And if you like our show, please go to iTunes and give us ratings and review. And, and we'll always appreciate it and helps other people find us. So from our ladies, we would like to remind you that Disneyland is more magical than it's shared. <laughs>